Welcome to the One Signal Podcast, where we aim to educate ourselves on product, industry, and best practices as it relates to building and growing a customer messaging practice. This is your host, Josh Wetzel. Today, we have a great guest, Google Product Manager, PJ McLaughlin, will be interviewed by One Signal CEO and co-founder, George Danglin, who's right here, on what being a web champion means, how the Google team thinks about PWAs, Chrome web notifications, and the future of customer engagement functionality following the changes to prompting. Uh, we're really excited about this interview, so I'm going to turn it over to, to George and PJ now. PJ, thank you for joining us. So you've been at Google for uh, nearly two years. Can you tell us a little bit about what your role entails? Sure. Yeah, I'm a product manager on the Chrome Web Platform team. and The Web Platform team focuses on features of the Web Platform that are cross-browser. So these are APIs like web payments or installable web apps like progressive web apps, And in particular, I'm responsible for progressive web apps, also often referred to as PWAs on mobile and desktop, permissions and notifications. So a real focus on where the user experience and user interface touches on underlying device or operating system features. Yeah, great. Can you tell us a little bit about how your team thinks about the open web and the future of native apps versus progressive web apps? I always found that is a little bit of a kind of a, a false competition between web and native apps. Those two things complement each other. They're different technical approaches. Sometimes they solve the same problem. Sometimes they solve different problems. I think developers should look at them as different tools for getting the job done. And with a given job, uh, we'll apply usually the right tool. How I think about the open web is that it has tremendous momentum behind it. There's tens of millions of web developers in the ecosystem. It's also evolving, I think, very rapidly in terms of its capability. So that's something that our team is investing in significantly with new features and functionality. For example, desktop PWAs becoming installable last year mm-hmm. um, and new features in notifications like the quieter notification prompts that rolled out recently that really increased the utility of the web for developers and users. Yeah, great. So on that topic, I think that's something that a lot of customers at OneSignal have been keeping a close eye on, this quiet permission prompt that you've uh, introduced. Can you tell us a little bit about the drivers behind uh, that change? Sure, yeah. Most essential driver for the change is to increase what I think of as the signal-to-noise ratio in the notification ecosystem. Something that we were seeing in feedback we were receiving from users to Chrome was that Notifications were a frequent user complaint. They were in our top five user complaints. There was overall a negative user sentiment towards notifications and web notifications being called out in particular because we're just seeing more abuse problems with the web notification ecosystem than in the native app ecosystem just because it's so easy in the native app ecosystem if you're unhappy with a notification to just delete that app. Whereas in the web notification ecosystem, it was the UI was harder for users to navigate to understand where was this notification actually coming from and what did they do about it if it was something that they didn't want. Um, we really, I mean, I, I guess maybe I won't use the royal we, I'll say it. I really think that the notifications have a lot of utility for users for all kinds of use cases. Those use cases like, you know, ride sharing, calendars, mail, social networking, package shipping, tracking, order mm-hmm. delivery, et cetera. Like there, there is a ton of reasons why users get benefit out of notifications. But we needed to do more to make it so that users were receiving high-quality notifications and were, to make it easier for users to tune out requests for 
notification access from lower quality sources and or outright abusive sources. We were seeing a fair number of sites that had either deceptive, were either doing deceptive marketing or mm-hmm. distributing malware via notifications. And we really want to make sure that we're you know, acting on the user's behalf and reducing the noise level of those kinds of notifications. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we definitely see this as an opportunity to help service the higher quality ones and hopefully shift that user sentiment to be more positive. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that can be challenging is explaining how this difference goes into effect. Like, what is the difference between how the traditional permission prompts worked versus what the new ones do as far as the prior prompting? The main difference is that the old prompts were more interruptive of the user flow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, on mobile, you effectively were forced to make a decision when that prompt came up. Whereas with a quieter notification prompt, it's possible to continue your browsing journey um, mm-hmm. without making any decision at all, if you wish. And the prompt is easy to dismiss, less intrusive of the viewport over the web content. And the same is true on desktop. The previous prompt could be ignored on desktop. We just had, you know, there's more screen real estate to work with, so it's easier to make prompts that don't disrupt browsing. But mm-hmm. it did still occlude part of the web content viewport. And mm-hmm. so now the new prompt is completely on desktop in the Omnibox. box, uh, doesn't include any content. So it's much easier for the user to choose not to engage with it. But it was also a goal of ours to ensure that the user interface was accessible within a single click mm-hmm. from the content. So we didn't want to tuck it away completely into a submenu because there are all these use cases where not only are notifications useful, but in many cases, they might be essential. If you imagine a, uh, you know, a messaging app, if you're not receiving notifications about new messages, that messaging app's utility is, you know, it's, it's a small fraction of its utility with notifications. Yeah, absolutely. So in some cases, the traditional prompt is still shown, correct? So what are mm-hmm. the ways that Chrome determines what type of prompt should be shown? So first, this is a setting that's exposed to the user. So we want users who don't frequently use notifications or prefer the quieter UI to just be able to opt into it. So that's now available as of Chrome 80 in the settings panel where users can just enroll in quieter notifications. Mm-hmm. Um, second is we found that there's a set of users who basically never say yes to a notification. Um, mm-hmm. So they're not interested in receiving web notifications for whatever reason. And for these users, it doesn't make sense to interrupt their browsing journey with a notification request. So the quieter UI makes sense for them. That way, if at some point they change their mind, there is a particular application they need where they need notifications, they can still turn them on, but it's less prominent and doesn't disrupt their flow as much. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the third case is with sites that have a very low notification accept rate. And right now, this is being applied as a percentile. So that's why it's complicated to give an exact number. The absolute number will shift as the ecosystem changes. But this is really the enforcement against abusive sites, uh, where we see, for example, under 5% accept rates. Don't take 5% as kind of the absolute bar, but just kind of give you an example of of the types of sites that would fall under this category right now. Mm -hmm. Um, These sites typically are either offering almost no value to the users through notifications. And it's something that that users are able to see even when the notification of permission is requested, Mm -hmm. or it's a site that's clearly abusive. So those are the kinds of sites that are automatically enrolled in quieter notifications. Mm -hmm. Um, We're uh, 
working with the community to make sure that content creators are aware of these changes mm -hmm. and are doing more to implement best practices to increase enrollment rates and accept rates. It's in the best interest of you know any content site to be reasonably sure that a user is going to say yes before prompting. And so that's that's really the focus of our efforts in it with the community right now is to help understand help them understand the UX that can lead to a, a user accepting the permission prompt. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. In that latter case, let's say that one of these websites in, in sort of that last category decides to reform itself, uh, decides to implement a better user experience around notifications. Is there an opportunity for them to get the original prompting behavior restored? Yeah, absolutely. So this will happen automatically over time. So as part of the uh, the quieter notification auto enrollment, there is essentially uh, it, it rolls over over a 28 day window. So if accept rates improve over that 28 day window, as soon as they move above the threshold, mm -hmm. the standard notification prompts will be restored. Mm -hmm. um, so this only applies to sites that are being enrolled as a result of a, a low accept rate, incidentally. So if a user said, I prefer quieter UI in their preferences, the user's preference will always be respected. It's only in the case where a site has a very low accept rate and is therefore enrolled in quieter UI that they would then be unenrolled in quieter UI if their accept rates improve. Yeah, that's really useful information. And it's great to see how deeply your team has thought about this. So uh, yeah, shifting gears a little bit. I'm curious how you see notifications evolving in Chrome or amongst the web. I think what, from my perspective, what we want is that a developer who's choosing to use web technology would have the same tools and capabilities as a developer choosing to use any other technology. So um, we keep a close eye on the ecosystem from like what's happening in the Android native notification space, for example. Um, an open question for us to explore is adding channels to web notifications. Mm -hmm. um, that's something that I'm very interested in reaching in the community feedback on. Um, you can reach me at on my Twitter account and we can probably tag that at the end of this. The concern with channels, adding channels so far, and the reason why it hasn't shipped to date is that it's an Android specific idea. There's no concept of channels in iOS, for example. And so we're just not sure how the community would think about using these uh, because it, you know, generally the web tries to avoid implementing things that are really specific to a, you know, a particular operating system or device class. And right now channels is kind of a, a narrow capability, but if it's something that the community would be interested in, I'd love to hear back from them. Generally, we're, we're interested in offering a comparable feature set to what, what users are used to. On desktop, things that we're evaluating are, for example, ability to receive notifications when Chrome is completely closed. So right now, for desktop notifications, Chrome doesn't need to be in the foreground, but Chrome does need to be running. Mm -hmm. And that is a limitation for desktop notifications. It's for obvious reasons, it's complicated to make the decision about whether or not to allow them to arrive in uh, the background. Actually, maybe it's not obvious. So I'll just say like, I mean, we would have to be running some sort of software in the background, right? which users might not like. It'll use some memory. There's all kinds of reasons why users might not want this. So it's a tricky trade-off to make. Some users want those notifications regardless of whether Chrome's running or not, and some don't. So again, something that I would love to hear from the community about. Yeah, cool. Um, and yeah, hopefully we can help you receive some feedback from our customers and others that see this. Mm -hmm. uh, so what advice would you have for websites in creating experiences that you'd like to see more of on the web? Sure, yeah. So 
There's a, a lightning talk that I put together for Chrome Dev Summit in 2019 that covers a lot of these patterns and has uh, visuals to just to help web developers and designers see what good patterns look like. But I think the central idea behind pretty much every UX pattern on how to use notification permission or, or any other enhanced permission request is to think about things from the user benefit perspective. Does the user really benefit from enrolling in this particular capability at this moment in their journey? And if they don't benefit at this moment in the journey, then why not wait until the moment when they will benefit to ask them? When we see sites or web apps take the time to only ask for permission when it's contextually relevant to the user at that moment, the enrollment rates can be very high. There are some sites, which you can see in the Chrome User Experience Report data now, that have 80-90% accept rates on web notifications. And that's all about when they ask and the level of utility to the user. So focus on that, benefit to the user, think about things from the user's perspective. They're getting bombarded with prompts from a lot of different sites. That's something that hopefully will, will change over time. And so I actually hope as an outcome of this over the medium to long term is that sites that are implementing best practices should see an increase in accept rates as the quality of notifications goes up and hopefully users feel a little bit less bombarded. That's yet to be seen, but it's one of the objectives here. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think as we see more websites adopt notifications as a critical part of their user experience, more and more attention will go into making sure that a lot of the right product attention and best practices are, are being put into that part of the experience as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and sites that are using engagement features like notifications or installability effectively typically see improvements in their in their top-line metrics, whether that's conversion rate or or other engagement metrics like time on site, repeat visits. Yeah, excellent. Well, PJ, this has all been super, super helpful, super informative. Um, I definitely learned a lot myself. Thank you again for uh, taking the time with us. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. And uh, look forward to working with you more in the future. Great. Thank you. Take care. Uh, that was great uh, session with PJ. Really appreciate him joining us. And really interesting commentary on what were sort of the summary kind of high level things that you, you caught there, George. Yeah, I think it's really great to see how deeply the Chrome team cares about notifications and also how deeply they care about user experience. And not just the care they put into it, but also the really data-driven approach that they're taking to understanding how people use the channel today and how the channel needs to evolve in the future to be a great experience. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, subscribe to the podcast if you like the content you're hearing at your favorite directory. And from there, have a good day. Stay safe. Take care.